0: Hey there guys, what's up? I'm Corey, and you're watching the How to Adult Show, where we teach all the personal finance lessons that we really should all have been taught in school. And in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about investing and running through the basic questions that lots of people have about getting started investing. Namely, when is it right for you to start investing? How much should you invest? How does one even invest? And how does investing work to grow your wealth and create future financial security? Now, if you're saying, whoa, 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 I thought you just said we covered basic finance skills and now you're talking about investing, then this episode is definitely for you. Because learning how to save and invest your money safely and to grow your wealth actually is a basic personal finance skill that everyone should learn at least just a little tiny bit about. You don't have to go all finance bro on it and speak in index fund jargon, always checking your accounts, but you should learn the basics of how to invest because it's one of the easiest ways to grow your money so that you can retire comfortably or achieve financial freedom earlier, whatever that looks like to you. The hard truth is that if you're just saving some money for the future but aren't doing anything to get those dollars to grow, then you're gonna have a really hard time ever having enough money to stop working while still living semi comfortably. So flip the script in your head, investing is not just for advanced finance bros, men in suits or anyone with the letters MBA after their name. Investing is for everyone. It's not as scary as some of the gatekeepers make it seem to you. And today I'm gonna walk you through some of the basics to help you start wrapping your head around investing and how you can get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the How to Adult Show podcast. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is your go-to guide for personal finance information every time you find yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? Each week, we bring you a new lesson to coach you through getting your financial life together so that you can create financial security, start building wealth, and design a life that you truly love. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. Now, let's get started on today's lesson. first thing that most people want to know is how much should I invest and what should I invest it in? But that's not actually the right question to start with. Instead, we're going to simplify even more, go a little bit further back and start by looking at the question, when is it right for you to start investing? Even if you're super excited about getting started in the stock market, it's important to make sure that you're on solid financial footing first. There are three boxes that you're gonna wanna check off before you start investing. These boxes are paying for your basic living expenses, having an emergency fund, and having paid off all of your high interest debt. So hopefully it goes without saying that paying for your basic living expenses comes first and foremost above all else. If you're having trouble covering rent or gas or groceries, then let's focus on getting you onto solid financial footing there before we look any further. Once you're in a place where you can comfortably and consistently pay your basic living expenses to keep a roof over your head, your utilities turned on, your car full of gas and yourself well fed, then you can check this box off and move on to item number two on the list, which is creating an emergency fund. I'm not going to wax poetic on emergency funds today, which is hard, hard for me, I'm sure you know, but I've created tons of emergency fund based lessons before, which I'm going to link in the description for you below. The key is that you need to have an emergency fund of some amount before you start investing because this is what's going to keep you safe and secure as different things happen throughout your life and throughout the life of the stock market. It's also going to help you be more rational when the stock market experiences inevitable corrections because you're going to have a safety net. You know you're going to be okay. You're not going to panic sell and lose money. This is the second box to tick because getting your emergency fund going is your first financial priority after making sure that your basic living expenses are covered. After that, we move on to the final box you need to tick off before you start investing, which is making sure that all, and I mean all, of your high interest debt is paid off. This usually means any debt with an interest rate that's higher than 7 to 10%, which usually means consumer debt in the form of credit card debt. And the reason that you wanna pay off your high interest debt before you start investing is because the interest rate of your debt is most likely gonna be higher than the rate of return that you can reasonably expect from the stock market. In a very simplified example, this means that if you take $100 and put it in the stock market, You can expect a return of, say, $7 if we assume a conservative rate of return of 7%. If you're carrying credit card debt, though, with an interest rate of 20%, then you've cost yourself $20 by choosing to put that money in the stock market rather than putting that $100 towards paying off your debt. This means that even though you can earn $7 by putting that $100 into the stock market, Overall, you've actually cost yourself $13 by starting to invest before you crushed your high interest debt and got rid of it all. If your debt interest rate is higher than a reasonable rate of return you can expect from the market, it creates a tortoise and the hare effect, except that the tortoise is never going to be able to catch up. Your debt is going to continue to grow much faster than your investments and cost you a lot of money in the process. So make sure that you plug that debt hole that your money is pouring out of and make sure that you've paid off all of your higher interest debt first. Once you've checked these three boxes, you're most likely in a place financially where you can start investing. Yay. Moving on to the next question, which is how much can you invest? Once you're ready to start investing, the next part of the equation to look at is how much you can invest. And there are two ways to approach this. You can look at how much you're recommended to save and invest versus how much you comfortably can afford to save and invest at this moment in your life right now. Traditional investing information says you want to aim to save a minimum of 10% of your salary. I would argue that today, especially if you're a woman, you want to aim for saving closer to 20% of your salary to make sure that you have enough money at the end of the day. You can try to follow someone else's advice to a T, or if it's just not fitting where you are in life right now in your financial situation, then you can look at your own numbers and decide how much money you can start to save right now always working at it with the goal of increasing your savings rate more and more over time. Look at your income, look at your expenses, and look at the amount of money that you have left over after paying your expenses. This is your current potential savings rate that you can choose to save and invest if you want to. From there, you could decide that you want to increase your savings rate. So you gradually start to find ways to cut back on your expenses. Or you could decide maybe on the other hand that you have a higher savings rate than what you currently need for your future lifestyle needs and wants. So this means that you can start to divert some of that money towards other savings goals. For example, starting to put together a down payment for a house. As a rule of thumb though, if your savings rate is currently under 10%, you're gonna wanna start working up towards that 10% savings rate and then higher. If your savings rate is more than 20%, then you can comfortably look at using some of that money for things other than investing if you so wish. When it comes to deciding how much you can invest, the one line in the sand rule to follow is not to invest money that you expect to need within the next five or so years. There's always the risk that the stock market is gonna go down right before you decide to take some of that money out and sometimes it can take a while to recover again. What this means, for example, is not investing the money that you're saving to buy a house because if the market dips right before you need to access that money to put down a down payment, then this could put your home buying plans on hold for quite a while. This is something that you don't wanna do, so if you think you're gonna need that money in the near future, just don't invest it. Moving on to what investing accounts and investments should you even be using? This question honestly deserves an entire episode in and of itself, it probably actually needs a whole series of lessons in and of itself, but I'm gonna give you a quick and basic overview here. There are multiple types of investing accounts that you can use. If you're watching this video, then this likely means that you're just getting started. So the most advantageous accounts for you to open up in Canada are called an RRSP and a TFSA. Once you've opened your investing accounts, then you have to buy investments within those accounts. And this is where people tend to start to get all freaked out about investing because the media portrays it as this Wolf of Wall Street or Trading Places type game where people buy low and sell high and try to predict the market and some people make it big and some people crash and burn because they don't get their orders in before the end of the day cutoff, but please stop. That's not actually what investing for the everyday successful investor looks like. Instead, it's actually much more boring and decidedly unsexy. Instead of trying to choose the best stocks to invest in, one of the safest and easiest ways to invest is through buying ETFs and then just hanging on to them for decades as the market slowly goes up over time. ETFs are a great place to start because they're safe. They are, by nature, collections of multiple stocks. So by buying an ETF, you're actually buying a small part of many stocks. This makes them very safe to invest in because in reality, the only way to lose it all is if the entire stock market crashes and every single company shuts down, in which case all the banks close, governments collapse, and your best investments are cans of soup and bunkers. which honestly is not something that any of us really need to spend any time worrying about. Anyways, it's actually that easy to get started. You open your tax advantaged investing accounts like an RRSP or a TFSA, and then you purchase bundles of stocks with unglamorous and steady rates of return within those accounts. And then you just, hang on to them for decades. And speaking of decades, the key to success here is sticking with it. So you want to automate it. In order to really see returns on your savings and investments that will allow you to be financially free and wealthy in the future, you need to be consistent and to stick with your savings and investing regime. This is because the power of investing is achieved through something called compound interest which is when you earn interest on top of interest on top of interest for years so that your principal amount can multiply into a truly mind-blowing sum of money. I'm gonna walk you through an example of what you can expect just to make sure that you understand this properly. Let's say you're 25 years old and you have your first stable job. You're earning $60,000 a year and you decided that you can afford to save and invest $500 a month, which is 10% of your income. That's an awesome start. You start this savings regime when you're 25 and you keep it up until you're 60. So that means 35 years of following this savings regime. This means that over the course of your life, you save $500 a month every single month. And this adds up to $210,000. Now, because you watched this episode, you felt comfortable investing. So you deposited this money into your RRSP and used it to buy ETFs. For this example, we're gonna assume a relatively conservative rate of return of 7% from those ETFs over the course of that 35 year time frame. And because you gave compound interest so much time to increase your money, and because you've diligently saved and invested your $500 a month, your account has grown into $900,527. This means you have almost a million dollars just from following this simple savings and investing regime. Now, one of the keys to success here is to start as soon as possible and to stick with it diligently. This means you don't wanna trust yourself and human nature to remember to complete this chore every month for the next 35 years of your life. Instead, make your life easier for yourself and automate your savings routine. Truly, the key to success here is to Automate it, automate it, automate it, and you will have success with this. I sincerely hope that you learned something from today's episode and are starting to feel maybe a little bit more confident about the idea of investing. I'm going to be creating so many more investing lessons over the upcoming months, so if you want to learn more because there is so much more to learn, please don't forget to hit subscribe to the show so that you can keep up to date. Also please do me a solid and leave any investing questions that you have down in the comment section below, and I'm going to do my best to answer them and create more lessons around your questions specifically. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in today, I really appreciate you, peace and love guys, have an awesome week. And I will see you next Monday. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the How to Adult Show podcast. Our goal is always to make your life just a little bit easier. So you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place on our website blog at www.howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a review. If you found today's lesson helpful, in addition to leaving a review, which I am immensely grateful for, you can also share this episode with a friend or family member. This is the best way to keep passing financial education on to other people and sharing the knowledge and the wealth, which is what we're all about. So hit subscribe, leave a review, and I'll see you next Monday with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.